just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 91 episodes of One Tree Hill. Spicy. And tonight's episode for debate is season three, season five, episode three, The Way Home is Through You. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. I so rarely do that. My way home is through. (laughs) Did I say it wrong? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's okay, because you know know the episode I did on my own? Yeah. I I had the benefit of just stopping and starting again. I had to start again three times. (laughs) I know, I edited it. So hello, okay, season five, episode three, My Way Home is Through You. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it's always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is season five, episode three, My Way Home is Through You. Dom, we are here we are not alone let me tell you this imagine you're an intern and you go and get a diet soda you go and give it to your new line manager your boss you've heard rumors she can be a bit scary but a creative genius award winner okay you're a bit worried but you've got the diet soda you pass it over and all of a sudden you realize that's not a diet sunkist or Dr. Pepper. That's full regular Dr. Pepper or sunkist. And suddenly you see Bruce Banner turn to the Hulk. But instead, we've got Sarah Tanner, who is a Raven legend. Sarah, how are we doing? Welcome Hi, back. Guys. How How's it going? You? We miss you. <laughs> Well, you know, you're you're off celebrating birthdays and such, so everyone's yeah. missed you. We're too busy getting older. <laughs> we all are. Well, Simon's turn next week, so that's all good. Yeah, how was your birthday? It was good, really good, thank you. I went to see uh, the Bootleg Beatles, which are like, they're a huge Beatles cover band, uh, and they like tour the world. Uh, and I, funny enough, I, I booked, I paid I booked these tickets, paid for these tickets two years ago. It got cancelled because of COVID. It kept getting moved. And then it landed on my birthday. How lucky was that? So, yeah, all good. Went to that uh, on the actual day. And then the next day, just did like loads of stuff with my girlfriend and had, yeah, really good few days, some time off work. It was nice, but glad to be back. Glad to be back in Raven land, pod land with you. And of course, the lovely Sarah. Well, and Sarah there's been some changes to the landscape of the Ravens podcast in terms of we have a new logo, new artwork, new banners as a professional. What do you think? I, I like the new logos. I enjoy the cartoon versions of Simon and Don. I enjoy them too, because we're the same height. (laughs) I I I keep saying this. We're the same height. 
And I, the artist got it spot on. Well done. <laughs> really what's, good job. Well, what's funny is, well, thank you. Um, take credit for him. We hired him. It's basically our work. But we uh, we had to take, the Dom came over and we had a little meeting about what we're doing with the podcast and whatever. And we had to take pictures of ourselves on like a, on a white background. So he basically augmented actual photos and the reason the way that i can tell that it's like definitely from a picture is because if you look really close at my one the nose is slightly crooked and i'm like yeah that's from real life <laughs> like if you were just freehand drawing it you would just do a straight nose but there it is uh, and those... you think we look a bit uh, rylan like right yeah I was just to say for those that are in the in the uk and know who rylan clark is i think we, we've been made to look a little bit like him but it's okay it's fine that's uh, basically like a like a Ken doll, basically, right? <laughs> yeah, Ken doll with a bit. <laughs> you guys should do dolls next. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We absolutely should. I I feel like Magdalena already has a voodoo doll of Dominic. <laughs> yeah, that's my back hurts so much all the time. Yeah. She's got pins in it. Well, the the other thing is is we're we're changing around a little bit of the way that we're doing things in terms of we're we've decided that we're going to run two podcasts at the same time but they're both going to be recorded from a wednesday evening so we're going to shorten our one tree hill podcast and to a two-hour podcast and have a one-hour uh what we're calling a focused podcast so we have focused which is dom and i actually talking about the show for an hour that we're covering and then what we're calling like the community podcast which is like what we do you know here with our ravens and focusing on currently one tree hill but we have also decided the trajectory of shows that we're going to cover in the future which we won't announce but there are hidden easter eggs or clues within the the new podcast logo but we can say that stranger things is the other podcast that that we've already started um so that's going to be in like the one hour focus slot and then one tree hill remaining in the the two hour less focused slot anything to add there (laughs) yeah well we're going to add another patreon tier as well aren't we so this is something that's coming Yes, it's so, not coming, not coming. It's is it there. on there already? Okay, it's, it's on there already. So I, I famously don't look at Patreon because uh, I'm just in fear of spoilers. So Simon and I had this meeting not long ago um, to discuss, you know, you know some changes uh, and the the next evolution of, of the podcast because we we don't want we don't want things to stagnate. We don't want people to get bored. We don't want people to just think they're hearing the same old thing over and over again. But we have added another Patreon tier. And this tier is quite special because you get all of the same gubbins that you get from every other tier, but there's a special, special feature included. And that special feature is I will binge watch a TV show of your choosing. So if you go to this Patreon tier, I will then binge watch your show. Whatever show you want me to binge watch, I'll watch it. Again, there's going to have to be parameters. There's going to have to be within reasons. If it's a show that's long running and still running, I'm not going to be able to catch up with it, but I will do my best to to get through what I can. Well, we put in the stipulation and I wrote it in the, the Patreon tier is it's three seasons or less. And so that that means 
even if the show is like the show you choose is 10 seasons long, you can choose three seasons out of it for Dom to watch. It'd be weird if they're not in succession. If you want him to watch the first, the seventh and the ninth season. But if so, that's your choice. He'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. But then he and I will do a one-off podcast episode that is covering that show Dom will know what he's talking about. I guess I'll be more like a question master for him to help sort of facilitate it. And then we're not 100% sure. I think we had originally said we will just send that podcast episode to that person as an exclusive. We won't even put it out publicly unless they want it public. Then, Then, of course, we can. But I think we've named that tier ultimate raven at the moment but if if there's if people want to change that name i mean dom you're kind of doing the heavy lifting on that tier so if you come up with a different it's about time isn't it (laughs) i know you wanted to say it i could feel it (laughs) i didn't say nothing but sarah what do you think like if you and what show would you choose for dom to binge every show i have is over three seasons but you can choose three seasons for him. He'll do three seasons of that show, though. At you. least. I know, gonna, but gonna, like 90210 is 10 seasons long. I, I'll, I'll do three at least. So if you said watch the first three, I'll watch the first three. And if I think, okay, I can get three more, I'd get three more. Uh, okay. I'll make that slight pledge. I now. think that's fun. Or may, maybe it should be it's three seasons, or like say if we had a time limit, it's, you, it's, it's three seasons or a month. So if in like in a month you're able to do more than three seasons, you know, but but a minimum is three seasons. And it also depends on the older shows have more episodes. Like I just binged Yellowstone, but it's only 10 episodes a season. Perfect. Like the 90210, some seasons have 32 episodes. Wow. 42 (laughs) minute episodes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, To be fair, you know, we were talking about star trek weren't we not long ago and how many episodes there are and i said oh i think it's 22 there's actually 26 <laughs> in each season so i uh, undersold it a little bit well so if anyone's interested well, we we thought we wanted to just spice it up and like just throw something in the mix so if anyone's interested ravenshoops.net it's uh it's available on there now and uh it'll be fun for I might just do, I might sign up at one point and just get him to do something I want him to see. (laughs) You're going to make Watch Dawson's Creek, aren't you? Such a a bad friend. (laughs) I wouldn't make, I wouldn't put anyone through what I'm going through of season six of Dawson's Creek right now. I, I, I'm looking for Vecna to come and burst my eyeballs out. (laughs) Destroy. (laughs) Just take every bone. Just take me. It's almost over. You just use me make a gate i don't care <laughs> <laughs> um but right okay sarah we've got we've got things we need to discuss we're not doing the the tv shows anymore unless there's been a change has there been a change to your top five i mean i loved watching yellowstone i mean like that might knock out 24 or something Okay, so you'd recommend what what platforms it on? Uh, it's on Paramount. Yeah, I don't think we get that. Not yet. I'm sure it'll pop someplace else soon. I think is it on Sky? I feel like I saw it somewhere the other day. Actually, I got a feeling Paramount might be making its way here or a version of it because everything Star Trek is on Paramount. Like everything new Star Trek is on Paramount, and I think. 
they're going to start releasing it over here. So it might come to us eventually. <laughs> Some a guy Whitey's in it and Gigi's in it. Perfect. So there's your one three hill connection. <laughs> Two different ends of the spectrum right there <laughs> as well. Gigi and Whitey. <laughs> But I, I, someone I work with in, I was doing some meetings yesterday and he was, he was saying he could hook me up with an eight pound fire stick, quote unquote. And, uh, it's a bit of like, you know, I don't know, some dodgy thing where you plug it in and you just have access to everything ever, you know, to all of the services. It doesn't sound like it's, um, what's the word legit but he was very <laughs> excited about it is it like a is it like a ra- is they call it a raspberry something like that oh maybe i think I it's called know. like a raspberry or something stupid like that and you get every channel and streaming you, platform would, and you device. would know though wouldn't you with your I'm, secret websites I've got some weird friends as well <laughs> weird shit <laughs> i know we're, i know we're not necessarily going to do the um question about um like favorite tv shows and films but i've got three questions that are now that are one tree hill related but it's very much based on on kind of your guys thoughts and feelings and what what your responses will be so i've decided that i'd quite like to ask these questions fairly regularly maybe episodically i don't know you just make you deciding to to put a hand on the reins just throwing shit in simon and i've also decided (laughs) that my answers will have some sort of connection or relation to the episode would you like to know what the questions are definitely sure so (laughs) sarah doesn't sound that bothered but i'm into it (laughs) sarah doesn't care i'm the guinea pig let's go (laughs) so question number one you're perfect guinea pig as well is if you had to start a band with any of the main characters in one tree hill who would it be? And you can have a max of two. Uh, the, the, I'll go through the quite what the questions are. So that's the first one. You had to start a band with any of them. Who would it be? Max two. What would your band name be? And if Peyton was to be your manager and organizing your rider, what one thing would you demand at each gig? So my answers for this is I would pick Lindsay and Peyton to be in my band. The band would be called jump to conclusions. (laughs) And I would, I would demand a lucky bamboo plant at every gig. So that's, they're my answers. So yours don't have to be related to the episode. It can be any, absolutely anything, but go for it. So what would you be your band name? Start with. Do you want to go first? Oh, me. Meet you first. Sarah's still thinking. My band name would be. Oh no, wait, who, who would be in the band first? Sorry, let's start there. Who would be in your band? Who would be your bandmate or mates? Well, I would have I would have skills and um, mouth. <laughs> nice. And our band would be called Early Lunch Thursdays. <laughs> Excellent. And the one thing that you would demand on your rider from Peyton, I would want uh, only one. I uh, multiple. One, you can. I. I want it to be one thing realistically, but are, are you thinking lots of recreational drugs? <laughs> Is that what? <laughs> no, I don't oh, do okay. drugs. Well, you you might if you're in a band. I do alcohol. <laughs> well, I I kind of had a rider for this podcast. I mean, I usually always have 
uh, a glass of wine or uh, you know a vegan, vegan burger. burger from KFC today. But um, I'd probably just want a sunkist. I'd, I'd like some sunkist. Okay, good. I like it. That's that's yours. Congratulations. I'm, I'm basic. <laughs> We're both really like episode heavy with like neither one of you just like went out of the episode. Simon, you you had the opportunity to go out of the episode and be out. I was going to, but now I think I'm changing it. Oh no, go out the episode. Go crazy. Do you? No, no, because I'm going to stay in the episode like you guys did. Oh, okay. Okay. Aiden and Victoria. Oh. And the band is the bitches. Nice. And your rider, what would what would be your one thing that you demand at every gig? Lots of alcohol, champagne. Oh, I like it. No, no bottles way. and bottles of it. There you go. Paint sneaking away with the cocaine later. Love that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are good questions. So are these questions are you gonna have episodic related episode related questions every week, or is it these same questions every week? I think the what, what do you think? I think the same questions and then change the answers. So the answers are related to the episode. Right. Okay. So it's always who's going to be in your band, what's the band called and what's on your rider, but it should be something from the episode. Okay. Well, cause then if now I get it more, I would have been said, I would have wanted a Motorola razor because they were heavily oh, nice. advertising it, weren't they in the episode? Nice. But for anyone else that comes on, so our, our Raven can just pick any character that we've met up till now. So, so far, they can call the band whatever they want and they can just pick whatever they want as their rider. And our Ravens on ravenshoops.net, let us know in the comments who your band name and bandmates and rider demands would be from this episode as well. There you go. I thought I'd throw that in. I thought of that earlier today. Fun. It's good. It's fun. We like it. <laughs> Approved. Fun and <laughs> And it doesn't have me struggling for 45 minutes to remember people's TV shows. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Well, okay. So should we should we talk about this episode? I mean, Sarah, famously, you come on for episodes usually that are filler, usually that have drugs in. Um, and well, you definitely came on for the heroin episode right when she fell off the pony yeah (laughs) yeah but famously it's you don't really pick the episodes it's more what falls in with your schedule when you're free although Um, my episode that i'm in season six that one i'm picking hell yeah well so how did you how do you feel about this episode like are you happy to be covering it would you have chosen it if you had that luxury it was not on my list for this season to choose I, I mean i think it was fun it's been better than other ones i've been on i mean i mean dan was back so hello yeah exactly it's 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 gonna be up there hasn't it i mean it, it, from your own perception does it feel like seasons one to five very much lumbered with an episode and then season six you're like really looking forward to because you're in it oh no season six the one i'm in is a massive filler episode <laughs> <laughs> But I'm in it, so I'm like, oh, we can pause it and see me. Oh, perfect. Well, that, that's all I care about. This, this episode now, I think, is better than the one I'm in in season six. But, but well, episode... it isn't because you're not in it. So the one in season six is better, and I haven't even seen it yet. It's already yeah. a 10. And we definitely know who our background performer will be in <laughs> that episode. Yeah. Either myself it'll... or my husband. Yeah, it will be your husband, clearly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I still I've got pictures of him modeling the One Tree Hill jacket. Right? That I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I did not never. And he never. is wearing wardrobe. They gave him something to wear in that episode too. Did oh. he get to keep it? Nope. No, oh. they took it back. So wait, well, wait, firstly, I can't wait for Dom to see what it is that you're doing. Like the the point of why you're there and why the crowd and extras are there because that's a really fun oh. part of the show that's a bit left, you know. <laughs> That's yeah. a bit unexpected. But then also, I was part, I was, I take part in these auctions, uh, Hollywood memorabilia auctions. And this is where I try and buy dad's, Dom's dad, uh, you know, military hats from Starship Troopers oh. and things. Um, and I was trying to bid on a Ravens cheerleader pom-poms and like a a megaphone which had the ravens logo on which is now our podcast logo and uh and i lost i lost out like i wasn't at my computer when it was happening i figured that i had bid like a high bid enough that i would win it and i didn't i lost and i think that's the first thing i've lost that's one tree hill related and i feel quite upset about it did, did you maybe did the person say he lost put it back up yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does it say who you lost to? No, oh, that's a shame. It'd be like direct message to that person, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it'd be excuse me. I don't yeah. think you understand. Who Hi, maybe it's a raven. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was you, Dom, and you're giving it to me for my birthday. <gasps> oh my god! I don't. I don't want to disappoint you now, but I kind of feel like I need to, to manage your expectations of how shit your birthday's going to be. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you mention to your dad that I was trying to buy him a hat? Maybe he's taken fate into his own hands and thought, you know what? I'm going to buy Simon this megaphone. Maybe. I Maybe I did. We know my dad's not great with communicating at the best of times, so it seems unlikely, but maybe. Well, I how much do you think they would have gone for? What's your guesstimation, both of you? I'm gonna say eighty quid. So eighty pounds. Wait, the the uh, the Starship Trooper thing or the One Tree Hill? No, stuff? the the, the pom- yeah, the One Tree Hill. Yeah, I was gonna say like seventy five. Yeah, so Do- dollars. So what, and what do you say? Hey, it's like a hundred dollars. It's about the same, isn't it? About the same. We're near the same ballpark, roughly. Well, I'd put my max bid in, I think, at maybe like $150, something like that, <laughs> or $110, maybe something like that. And I was winning for like two weeks, right? And I somewhat, somewhat don't laugh, some, <laughs> some other people had been bidding in the meantime. Like it works like eBay, but it's just like a Hollywood memorabilia. And um it was at $60 for a while. And I was like, I think I've scared them off. Like they've, they've got to 60 and thought, Jesus, someone means business. So I thought, I'm good. (laughs) They're keen. (laughs) Yeah. I think they went, it went for like $240. Oh my God. Wow. That person's, that person's going, that'll teach that 14 year old girl. Matt, I missed out on loads of other good stuff as well. Did uh, did you guys like the movie Vertical Limit? I can't remember. Is that it. the climbing movie? Yeah, with um, 
is it Chris, is it Chris, o- Chris O'Donnell? Yeah, Chris O'Donnell, and he like jumps across the thing with the oh, ice bits. Yeah. Do you remember that bit? Do you remember? No. Okay. Well, there's. <laughs> I really like that film, but there there were two outfits, like the whole climbing outfits, like the Parker jackets and all of the clothing and whatever. And uh, I was winning that for ages. Lost that. Lost the Starship Troopers hat. Um, I lost a passport from the. The TV show Lost, that really, that one really hurt. Um, I didn't win a single thing. Devastated. But now you have all this extra money you can spend on something else. Like your child? <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> he doesn't appreciate it yet. <laughs> yeah. But okay, and then wait, two other things I forgot business-wise. Uh, we had... Bum, 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 new Raybon. I'd like you to do this in French. In French? Bonjour. This is getting you prepared for your new life. Is that what it is? Bonsoir. You can say good morning and good night. Bonjour. Coming in at junior varsity, and then I'm guessing realized I don't get the watch along videos unless I go up to varsity, and then immediately upgraded to varsity beanie. Bonjour, beanie. (laughs) Go full on, Frank. Do you want just accent? Should we just go just accent? We. I'm not sure I can cope with the translation. We. For Bini, welcome. Bini, I want you to listen and listen very carefully to me. Simon, get used to the accent. It is disgusting. I want you. <laughs> you have been chosen. You are the chosen one for the new team. <laughs> you, you started going like a bit or, Spanish at the end. Of you know, this is, this is what I do. <laughs> and Bini, you just became a rival. <laughs> Revon, Revon, Le Revon. And then also, we've got <laughs> two high flyer episodes now. I had one with Emily today where uh, about perseverance, about uh, a really great story about her getting into teaching. Uh, that was very similar to a story that I had as well. So we talked and shared about that. So that's available. They're both available on ravenshoops.net. The first episode of Stranger Things is available, ravenshoops.net. I've re I've spent like a whole day renaming everything, uh, like all of our episodes so that they make sense and they're in order now. I took loads of stuff off of Patreon that were already on our main feed. So it looks bare now, but it's not. But there's loads of good stuff on there. We've got three episodes of Prison Break exclusive on Patreon. We also need a couple good reviews. We got slandered recently, as we've discussed on this podcast. And I hate that I can still see it. It needs to be replaced with some positivity. So feel free, if you haven't already, to please pull out the phone, five-star it, write something nice, pull out someone else's phone. What should they do, Dom? Take it. Take their phone. Go into the podcast app. Give us a five-star rating. Type in a couple of words, you know, best podcast I've ever heard. That'll do. And then hand the phone back. You don't need to keep the phone. You can return it. Perfect. And then finally, just sorry, before we get into the, the episode properly, 
I'm getting nervous. FWB are doing this event in November. They've announced that it's their last event. They've announced it's in trick. They've announced who's attending, who's headlining. Can I throw some names out? What about Chad motherfucking Michael Murray slash money is going to be there? What if I said, can't remember the others, but lots of, I got blinded by <laughs> him, but Chris Kelly's going <laughs> to, I think Chris Kelly's going to be there. Joy is going also. Joy is going to be there, probably eating peanut butter. Who knows during a Q and A <laughs> there. Uh, Victoria is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, I think Antoine's going to be there. Bastard. Maybe Lee Norris is going to be there. I can't remember. There, a lot of them are going to be there, and I'm getting a bit nervous. Cat is talking about going. I'm talking Australian cat. That's the only cat we know. But I'm saying cat <laughs> is talking about going, and it's making me nervous that maybe we're missing our chance. Maybe we're supposed to go in November and just get you ear defenders, or maybe it's that One Tree Hill. These seasons start a little declining a little bit that maybe we just protect you from spoilers and it will be all right. I don't know. Am I being crazy? Sarah, what do you think? You're a professional here. Are they just lying to try and boost? No, up I think this is sales? their last I think this is their last big one. I still think there's gonna be small ones happening. And maybe when when, you know, in twenty four, twenty five when you go, we can blow it up again sarah we're the big dogs here we're the big dogs on the block and if there's going to be a big event then they need us to cover it press passes velvet rope vip there's our ravens charcoal colored hoodies we're there like our, we're not small event people we look down on small events we are the big event we're the python of this podcasting industry drove to sheffield for craig sheffer the sheffer in sheffield why did we not label it that (laughs) don what do you say hop a flight it's difficult because i'm also worried can i tell you a real concern i have i'm also worried you're gonna have kids and um, right now (laughs) your kids are going to interfere with my podcast plans (laughs) Does yours? Well, <laughs> <laughs> his Sarah, he's uh, currently at an okay age that I could go off for the weekend, be all right. A few FaceTimes, be fine. I reckon Dom's going to get a newborn as we're getting towards 24, 25. And he's not going to be able to go. Like, I foresee it. Like, I'm looking, like, you know, in Minority Report, and they can see the crime ahead of time. That's like me. And I can see the crime of Dom getting in the way of my podcasting dreams. <laughs> Simon the precog. <laughs> I wake up in a cold sweat. Ephany is going to have a fucking baby. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, well, that was insane, wasn't it? No, not really. Rational. <laughs> What do you, Sarah, what do you think? Do you think we should just get it going? I don't know. I'm looking at it right now. There's so much stuff that's sold out. Yeah, but no, but it says sold out. But it's like we're like you going to a Bon Jovi concert. If they know we're coming, <laughs> everything opens up again. <laughs> but wait, that means we would get in, obviously, because we're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. Of course. But what about all our ravens that want to go? 
they'll be our pro- they'll be no they're our production assistants like crew quote unquote yeah <laughs> we brought crew. crew we brought crew with us and <laughs> just have to be like cat hold this camera <laughs> point at us cat that's it thank you <laughs> sarah it's easy for you there's we'll just say, so many people that dom doesn't know so many but but by november will he know them no by november by november we'll only maybe just, maybe like two at two more but we'll yeah. only just be in season six won't we by november yeah but not even that it's 18 episodes so we've got 15 weeks left what's 15 weeks from now the end of season five because it's a there's 18 episodes so three and 15 is 18 yeah, I was just so. What what date does that? Yeah, take us we'd to? be there. One, two, three, oh. four, five, six, seven. It'd be like eight, October, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. It would be the end of October, so we'd just be starting season six so in you November. Might see a few, you see a few. You might see a few, but the fact is that you wouldn't know them. So if you see them walking around or whatever, yeah, but I'd be want... like. Who's this dickhead that's like suddenly got a table and signing? And everyone's shit. taking pictures with them. Yeah. Just be like, I'm just oh, oh, that's Lee Norris. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, I Look, maybe you should go. And no, I'll go don't to, play them games. I'll don't. go to the. <laughs> don't play them games with me, boy. <laughs> we, we could. Um, should we put it to a poll? No. Should we. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely not because it'll be like yes come now <laughs> it's also a full week oh God, mate honestly <laughs> it's getting so stressed you know this is going to happen eventually but yeah, this but is like an organized week it's a few years away <laughs> yeah we don't have to do the whole week we just we can do like the weekend but what i'm saying is is it's a it could be an opportunity for us to really get uh, maximize who we can get on the podcast. Could we ask FWB to split up like the two or three days that we attend and just say for those three days, only seasons one to five can be present <laughs> and then the rest, who cares? <laughs> there might, there's plenty of days where there's less people that are in stuff from ahead, but that, actually, but Sarah, I think by season halfway through season six, he would have met, everyone by that point wouldn't he but we won't have watched half of season six by november we're gonna watch yeah but be so so yeah not everybody but there's like two or three that he wouldn't have i mean everyone that counts right (laughs) but but i mean we but there's things like we could interview them and just tell them like dom's only seen up to season six um you are is Barry Corbin going? <laughs> Dominic is not He's impressed. Not he, but we can go find him. Well, I don't know. It's just he might be out in Montana on Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just think it's worth considering that uh, that we might not get this opportunity again. Though they are, they did big things in Paris um, recently, didn't they? So they might do that again, but then that probably limits our American friends um, coming over. Unless you want to hop over to Paris, Sarah. You're not bothered. For a weekend? I don't think I could do that for a weekend. Well, 
then we got, week, and we, need, <laughs> but we also need to go to Wilmington because it's part of the the lore of it of going to the river court, going to the school, going to all of them places. Well, I think someone just needs to contact them and see what they're going to be doing in the future. I, I think going to Wilmington, seeing the locations and meeting our Ravens has more appeal than meeting any of the actors. <laughs> well, we could maybe we should be asking FWB if we could go there um, and meet with our Ravens and whatever else, and whether we could do record our final episode from within Trick. Like, because I'm guessing it's empty Ooh. when they're when they're not using it. Like, I think they have a pop up store every like every now and again or a couple of times a week to sell merch and stuff. But I think it's pretty much vacant. So as long as they're not getting rid of that space, maybe we could just ask if we could, and you know, we'd promote them on the podcast in the build up and promote their websites and whatever. And but we, if we could record our final episode from Trick, that would be a cool thing to build up to, right? And with our ravens that are there, we could do like a round table, like big recording. Have to sort the mics out, but or in the school library where Peyton got shot. Well, she didn't get shot, shot in the library, but she was bleeding out in the library. Is that a happy memory for you? Well, slash the I'm hungry line. I'm sure, almost certain it's going to be said in this library because you mentioned never it's in said, the library. We never said it's the school library. We said it's in a library. Yeah, but I'm almost certain it's got to be the school library, surely. They don't go to the, That's my baby. They don't go to any other library. What other libraries are there in this town? None. What library have they been into other than the school library? None. We had Brittany from FWB on the podcast um, I, like a year ago or something. I could contact her to come back and just ask what's happening. Okay. Do it. Okay. Okay. You talked me off the ledge. Um, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about this episode. This is the third time you said that. By the way, <laughs> we've been off. Now it's air. shorter, so we're running out of time. <laughs> yeah, make them wait. Make them wait. <laughs> now, I'm usually right. waiting, so let's not do that. <laughs> You have sympathy for them. Who who do you want to talk about here, Sarah? Um, let's do Peyton as much as I can stand her. Okay, well, we, we've so when Dom and I had this, oh god, I'm about to veer off again. Had this production meeting, we decided about a slightly different way of us uh, doing the podcast or trialing a different way of us sort of doing this section. Um, so instead of Dom or, or any of us giving a synopsis, we're just going to talk about Peyton and we think we'll cover those points anyway. Um, so we'll see, this will be a bit of a trial. Peyton, Dom, what did you think of Peyton in this? Well, uh, an interesting episode. She does the old setting up her, um, her band management company, a like kind of label. And she's trying to convince Kevin Federline's group. I cannot remember what they were called to That's sign sweet. to her label. Do you remember the name of the group? No, I was saying that would do Kevin okay. Federline's group. That would do. <laughs> and uh, he is apprehensive like you would be because she hasn't got anyone else on the books and she's hoping they'll be the first. And she manages to convince him to sign now i thought she also had um 
it's quite like an interesting path in terms of that. And then you've got the, the, the other half of her episode where Lindsay is kind of coming in and pissing all over the floor and saying, this is my territory. And then she's going to piss on Lucas's leg and said, he belongs to me. Don't come near my tree. But is um, she though? But is yeah. She though? Yeah. Of course she is. Is cool she, she is. Yeah, because she says she to is. Lucas near the end, like, um, like super scared that you had no inspiration, and now suddenly your two super, you know, beautiful ex girlfriends have returned, and you've got all this inspiration again. Should I be worried? So it's it, and they're the only two that got a, a bamboo plant. But but that but that's his question. That's her question to him in private. I don't think she was behaving like that outwardly i mean sarah what do you think do you think she was marking a territory or do you think she was actually putting in effort to build friendships with these people that are clearly important to lucas eugene scott (laughs) i think knowing her character she was just being nice no team and i usually agree with dom but i don't know on this one i think she just i think they this character was just supposed to be like a nice girl that he met she wasn't involved with any of the drama that had gone on and she's here and she's like oh well i'm you know these are people in his life and they're going to be in his life so i'll just be nice to them see i think it's a i need to go and see the workspace i need to go and find out uh like why lucas has given her a section of 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 his like business or his mum's business and find out what's going on and have a little look. And the bamboo plant is like a pretense obviously to go in and, and like, it's a gift and she's, she's playing the nice nicety card, but really it's a, it is a, Hey, I'm here. So don't, don't but think he did, can... she did it to Brooke too. Yeah. Because Brooke's the, in the exact same boat. It's a, it's a, it's an inspirational ex-girlfriend to Lucas. So it's the same thing. Who's bought a property that again is um, close to Lucas's heart, his broken, broken, failing heart um, <laughs> <laughs> with, you know, Karen's cafe. So, and kept the sign, the, the, the block that everything's safe. We're safe. Don't, don't run. We're safe. That Someone one. told me it's safe. Somebody <laughs> told me that this is a place where everything's better and everything's safe, which from the very first episode that we did on our podcast, I've been putting out to people, when does that sign become visible in the show? And we see it in season four, but not in that carnation. You see it running along kind of thin along the side of the counter in Karen's cafe. Mm. So I think that they made that. I'm pointing to my clipboard because I've got a little sticker of it. I think they made it in that this episode just now. That's the first that didn't exist in the set. I don't think. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, I seem to remember seeing it written in one line. In one line, or, or like a lengthy with a whoever said it underneath, and then now it's yeah, now it's like a big slab sort of beef just like yes it's taken out of the wall and shoved in the ceiling a joy on drama queen said it came from a um i think toad the wet sprocket song oh Oh. and i was like i didn't even know until she said it i was like wait what but they didn't know either sophia and hillary were like really and then she sang it and they're like oh my god (laughs) all these years later nobody knew where it came from (laughs) 
Well, that's interesting. Uh, speaking of drama queens, our Discord is really taking off. So there's, um, I've sort of worked out how to use it a bit more now. So there's multiple channels on there. There's a channel for Stranger Things now and High Flyers and movies and, and all the rest of it. Uh, some people were talking about drama queens in there because there's this debate about Pod Meets World, which is the Boy Meets World podcast, which is by iHeartRadio, which is also who's producing drama queens and obviously it's the same concept of a of a show but done with just these slight differences and there's very interesting debate about the differences and the pros and the cons um i won't go into much more detail than that but people should uh get involved in the discord and check it out if you're on if you're a raven then just uh message us and we'll send you the uh the link yeah i'm in it but I'm old and I have no idea what to do with it. <laughs> Nor do I. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a decent amount of content that goes on there, right? It's good, oh. good scrolling on the train. There's I mean, of, I read it, but I don't know how to do it. Like... Same. There's a lot I'm of chat gra- in there. I'm the grandma of the group. So every Every time I look, Simon's added a new group uh, and then he added a movies one and suggested people pick films for us to podcast i mean i don't think they should get a choice but that's fine mm-hmm. uh, and then there's just all sorts on there now all sorts lots of vocal people <laughs> it's good it's a nice it's a good community vibe going on in there and the one channel that i've never ever 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 entered is the spoilers one which mm-hmm. is really annoying because there's notifications and i can't clear them and that really upsets oh, I hate, me. I hate, hate that. I hate it. So I might need to get you to come and like tap on it and get rid of it for me because it drives me nuts. But I cannot remove that little blob. I can do that for you. Thanks. Well, Should okay. We talk about so, this episode now. <laughs> yeah. So Peyton is, uh, I mean, clearly pining after our boy Lucas, right? Dom, you feel there's some, yeah. uh, there's some regret there maybe yeah I, I think she has been since um maybe the book signing that she appeared at and that he didn't know she was there i, I don't i don't think that as as ever that those feelings have never left her and I, I guess being in close proximity again is is bringing it all back and i think uh, like i'm starting to be of the opinion after today's after today's episode after the episode that we're talking about today that Lindsay's going to get hurt. <laughs> I don't know whether this is going to be dragged out her or this is going to be quick hurt. Um, I'd quite like it to be quick hurt and she's kind of done and dusted and gone. And then we're back with Lucas and Peyton on track. But um, I also have this sort of sneaky suspicion that this might be dragged out her. And, you know, it's going to be a case of Lindsay and Lucas are going places and Peyton just keeps appearing and, there's only so many bamboo plants you can give her and tell her to fuck off and it's just not working. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think this is probably going to go on for a little while, a bit of back and forth, a bit of, you know, jealousy here and there. And Lindsay's probably going to be the grown up of the group. And then maybe she'll just go, uh, you know what? I'm done. You can have each other. You smelly One weirdos. <laughs> mayo and salad cream. <laughs> well, Sarah, to shift gears slightly here, Kevin Federline, what's your what's your opinion? What's your knowledge? 
I have zero opinion of Kevin Federline. <laughs> My knowledge, he's Britney Spears' ex-husband. He's what, the father of her two kids. He has another two kids, I think, with two other people. He had the um, Good Burger, the movie Good Burger with Keenan and Kel. The love interest for Keenan in that. I can't remember her name, but I just saw her in an episode of Moesha yesterday. Uh, but he... <laughs> That was his first baby mommy. Baby mom. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he had kids with her and then he left her like abruptly to go with Britney Spears. I think that was what I'm familiar with. And I with. think Britney had her breakdown when she was with him or right after him. Right. And now this is an odd thing to say, but um I for a long time have been a battle rap fan, fan of battle rap battle rap battles okay and back in the day there was this line that someone said that was like it was like a real big haymaker of a punchline, and i thought it was really clever wordplay so i'm going to repeat it here <laughs> to see what you see if you enjoy it he basically said and you're i'm going to get I'm, I'm not saying this i'm not i'm going to get hate from magdalena here because it's like maybe slightly anti-britney but he said your girl's a cokehead like Britney, and I fed her lines like Kevin, bitch. Fed her lines. Got She's it, a cokehead. I fed her lines like Kevin. Come on, that's pretty clever, isn't it? Clever. Sarah likes it. No, good. I liked it. Yeah, it's all right. It's good. It's... But when he says it, it's like, I fed her lines like Kevin, bitch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dom, what was your familiarity with Kevin Federline? Literally the same as as Sarah is Britney's ex-husband, father of some of her kids. That's it. That's literally it. I'd never heard of him pre or that, and I haven't heard of him since. After. So, yeah. <laughs> and I, think I thought it was played- a weird person to get on Montreal. I thought it was like, with all the musical guests that they get, I thought that was a weird one. It's a bit of a weird drop-off to go from Sheryl Crow in season one to <laughs> Kevin Federline in season five. But maybe that's maybe that says something. Or anyone. Anyway, they have like, you know, like Lupe Fiasco and just uh whatchamacallit uh Michelle Down Boy thing. Oh yeah, Fall Down Boy. I was I don't know. I still think it's Pete weird. Wentz was weirder. <laughs> well, um he plays a douche pretty well though. Because he, he is a douche. Yeah. <laughs> He's playing himself, I think. It's monkey see, monkey do, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of it. <laughs> uh, the, he, they're the sound of the band. It sounds very similar to this band that I liked like years ago called Nonpoint. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Nonpoint, but it was very much that kind of, I'd heard of it from WWE. <laughs> it was like someone's intro music, but yeah. They're just yelling and raging. Yeah. Old, <laughs> just anger, you know. Got a bit shouting. Bit shouty anger. <laughs> but um but she they they she gets them in the end, right? They come round because she sort of gives them that. the you know, the majors aren't in a good position right now, and I can have you in a recording studio tomorrow. And the difference between other record labels and me is that I want you and they don't. <laughs> You know, which, <laughs> basically, I, I thought <laughs> it was a good and she's using all of Brooke's money because she has no money. Okay, so here's a question I wanted to ask on this Dom style, I guess. 
Sarah, one of your lifelong best friends. Who who's one of your best friends? I don't know. Sure, you. Okay. <laughs> lifelong, lifelong. <laughs> well, let, let's say okay. Well, let's. I I would give you money, but let's say someone someone you know you went to school with, you work with, whatever. Suddenly wins fifty million dollars on the lottery. Do you feel like they should give you at least a million, or would you ask for a million? I would not ask for it, but if offered, I probably wouldn't say no. Okay, okay, and Dom, because I've thought I... about that. I've thought about like, oh, if we win the Mega Millions, who would I give money to? And so, would There's you? Nobody give them who money. asks me for it. <laughs> Fair, but so. In that situation, you would give some money to if you had won to you know your significant people. Yes. Okay, so Dom, you win fifty million. Am I getting something? Do I even do I have to ask? Do I have to be like, come on, bro? I know I want a DeLorean. <laughs> Thing is, what I'd do is I'd wait for a little bit just to see, like you <laughs> kind of sweat. <laughs> be like, should I ask? But then I'll just turn up with a DeLorean. An old one and a new one when when the new electric one comes the out. The Elorian, yeah, yeah, and I'll be like, "They're yours, mate." And then there'll be like a little cash basket in one of them, and be like, "That's or, yours as well." Or just the boot is full of cash. Just a suit, a briefcase of cash. It will look like the dodgiest deal ever, but it will be glorious. Yeah, what I would do if I won is, um, what was the name of your window cleaner guy? <laughs> Mehmet. <laughs> I'm going to find him. You can actually dump. pay him for me. <laughs> I'll pay him. him for the rest of the year in one go. You know, Just a year? Not lifetime? <laughs> well, I can't, can't be too generous here. But what I would do is I would like get, get him to open your windows somehow without you knowing. I mean, we'll work it out. But I just want to just like shower you with cash just like without you really knowing. I wish he didn't. I'm gonna work it through. I'll work it through because now Does I'm it thinking, need to be Mehmet? I'd like him to be there. It'd probably be worse if it was my dad, to be fair. So I'll take Mehmet. <laughs> if I won, your dad would be have a whole wardrobe of Starship troopers. <laughs> He's had the whole entire set of Starship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like the film that much. I don't understand. But it, like it's just crazy. We'll get him something. But yeah. Okay, good. So, but but yeah, she's being bankrolled by Brooke for sure. She's now living in Brooke's house, right? But Brooke's just chucking the money left, right, and center. She's like, if you leave this house right now and leave all the shit in it, I'll give you an extra 30 grand. And she's and like, the roast in the oven, too. Yeah, I love a roast. <laughs> Not Beasley. <laughs> Poor Beasley. Poor I also Beasley. thought. You got an hour, right? I mean, look, let's not break this down in the fact that, I mean, here in the UK, you have to be in, um, I've forgotten what it's called, when before you complete, what do they call that? There's, you did this more recently what, like than I did. Yeah, it's basically like escrow, where it's like you can't back out anymore, but you've got to wait like a week for all the paperwork to finalize. That takes ages in itself, it's but forever. But also, I was thinking, this woman, she's, she's, does she get to take her clothes? Like, does she get to take her clothes out of the house? She took nothing. Okay, she's got, got an extra 30, she's got an extra 30 grand. She should buy more clothes with that 30 grand. 
<laughs> I also, no, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, Sarah, but I don't think we ever see the exterior of this house. For the, for the rest of the run? Um, no, I think just like the porch. Yeah. But that's probably on set someplace. It's very much like the home improvement kind of set where, you know, you can tell that you're definitely not outside. No, I know that it's not outside, but I mean, even if you're on the doorstep that you're, you know. In the studio. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I, I... Oh, well, now I can tell you on um, when I went to visit the set, that was one of the ones I saw. Okay. So you've been in there. I've been in the beach house. Yes. That's cool. So what what did you think? I mean, it looks like it does on the show because it's the complete set. I saw the bedroom, the bathroom, the kitchen. Yeah, now that now that now that we're closer to season six, there's more sets that I saw because I was in season six. Love it. So like Haley and Nathan's house, I was in also. Yeah, their house. This house, this new one. Well, and uh, when we had Matt Sullivan on, who's the um, set decorator, he was saying that um, this was like a this was an exciting challenge for them. That when they came to season five, that they could you know making these new houses and everything, and about how those stairs in Brooke's house just go to nothing, nowhere. Yeah, yeah, the classic. They just go to nothing. Yeah. So yeah, well. Would would you live there, Sarah? Would you buy it for cash or an extra thirty to keep the coffee table and all that? I mean, I hate the beach, so probably not. I mean, it's nice, but I'm not a beach person. You hate sand, is it that? I'm not a, I'm not a sand person. Fair. It, it comes yeah. home and everything, and oh. gotta hose I, the kids down. <laughs> <laughs> I hate sand as well. I absolutely hate sand. I'm good with a chlorine pool. (laughs) I don't like sand. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I don't like sand. Well, okay, Dom, would you would you live there? Do you prefer Nathan and Haley's situation? Oh, I think I prefer Nathan and Haley's, but I'd live there. It's it was a nice enough house, and you know, I I wouldn't pay for the cat either. You can take the cat. Yeah, I'm not looking for that. (laughs) Looking for that responsibility. (laughs) I don't want that. If I was living there, Luna would eat Beasley in a in like a second. But can we just flip over? I know we're going all over the place, but this is the new format. Uh, Nanny Carrie, Dom, she's uh, what's the word? Settling in a little bit now into the show. We she got a lot more screen time in this episode. How are you feeling about her? Is she a bit of a creepy weirdo? <laughs> Can I ask this? Can you tell me this? You mean like psychoderic vibes? I get a weird vibe from her. I get just this oddness about her. There's something not right about her anyway. I don't know whether she's like secretly obsessed with Nathan or she's about to become obsessed with Nathan. I find it, I find it really difficult to to judge her. And uh, when she's, when she's like, oh, I used to be a, uh like a personal trainer and I know what it's like to, to do this and do that. And I thought she's just going to start reading off jobs when I was a swimsuit model and you know, just to like catch Nathan's eye a little bit. And that's what she's always doing. And it just feels like she's going to be a bit of a, yeah, like a creepy weirdo and she's going to somehow 
like use Jamie to her advantage. Like she's already broken that, that little promise of Jamie's, which is like, don't show anyone what I've got in the, the closet. And it's the pictures of, you know, his hero, his dad and Nathan and so on and so forth. Cause we all know his heroes, Lucas, uh, his dad is Lucas. Um, and it, it, he just, it, you know, she just takes him in there, shows him it, uh, and kind of starts calling him a hometown hero. And it's all a bit, it just doesn't, it just, she's just not sitting right with me right now. And I think she's going to be like the whole, I like, if Haley asked me anything, I'm not going to lie to her. I'm going to tell her. Uh, it, it just feels like a bit of a facade as well. Like, I think she will lie for Nathan. I, I think it's weird. She creeps me out. Okay. Sarah, <laughs> what, what do you think of Nanny Carrie and, and the actress? She's famous in her own right, right? Yeah. Tori DeVito. Um, I mean, I knew her. She was on in Pretty Little Liars, and she was a little weird in that too. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched her on um, Chicago Med, but she's yeah, she's like getting up there. She's in a lot of stuff. Um, I think when I first saw it, I thought she was a little weird, also like creepy. Like she's up to something, but I don't know what she's up to. Mm, that's definitely it. Like she's just yeah. something qu- doesn't sit right with her at the moment. And you know? it was specifically, and she said to to um, Jamie, she's like, "I'm good at keeping secrets," and then obviously she didn't. And then, and then later on in the episode, when she says to Nathan, "Yeah, I'll I'll keep your secret, but if she asks, I'm not going to lie for you." Yeah, exactly. So, and Dom, you brought up a really good point on the watch along. I'm now listening back to the watch along version of the show rather than the the dvd because it's uh it's nice to remember what you said um but and something two points and one that you said on the watch along sarah the first one was um you said why if jamie's not there for a few hours why is she there and that's a great point and i don't know Sarah, is that maybe like a bit of an american thing there's like a nanny also double up as kind of like someone that Housecleans and well, does the errands and stuff. It depends on if they're like live in or live out. So like near me, it's both. So obviously, the ones who live in the house for like the whole week, they're there the whole time because they live there. Um, they do laundry. They make sure they probably cook meals. I mean, I don't have a nanny, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> but um, but if they're live out, then usually, I mean, I guess if they have chores to do, like they'll get paid a little extra to do the kids laundry or make their lunch for school or whatever. Um, so I didn't, I didn't question it that she was there. I did question that. Why are you driving him someplace? Like get a cab or something. <laughs> right. And does well, he, until... it too. he was like, do nannies do that? <laughs> yeah. like, hmm. And does, does a car insurance in America, does, is it like you insure the person rather than the car or something like as in can you like dom dom couldn't just drive my car right could you i don't think you could it depends on what insurance i have i've got fully comp right that doesn't matter it's it's, anyone you can drive any i can anyone can drive my car my car's insured so like so if you so let's say you're driving my car and you get pulled over for speeding um you'll get the ticket and get the points on the license but then there's a lot of well in my area there's things that are like red light cameras so if you go through a red light but it takes a picture it doesn't know who's driving the car 
So the car will get the ticket, not the driver. Right. So the owner of the car gets the. Right. And then if you're in an accident, the person, if it's your fault, the person can sue the driver and the owner of the car. Wow. If you're like fully comprehensive on your car insurance with your car, so you're yeah. registered as the driver of that vehicle, yeah. um, unless your insurance specifies, you can't drive any other car. But on, on some insurances, if you're fully comprehensive, you can drive any vehicle with the owner's permission as third party fire and theft. So if you were to damage the vehicle, it's only third party that, that gets paid. So you'd have to pay for damage and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's it. But you have to know that has to be a term on your uh, like insurance, specific insurance document. I love that you're holding the biro when this happened. It's like, I'm like, I'm talking to my insurance rep right now. (laughs) (laughs) And start selling it. (laughs) Raven's insurance. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. Well, okay. And then the other thing that, they, uh, we came to you for clarity for Sarah was that Jamie's taking a nap in the day in the daylight and I was asking is he not a bit old to be taking naps which you said yes right yeah I don't my four-year-olds did not take naps also during the day I don't know I feel like he should have been at school unless it was like three o'clock in the afternoon but I don't know why he was taking a nap Probably, probably tuck it out from all the carbs they throw down his face all day. <laughs> Constant, isn't it? Hey, Jamie, have some ice cream. Hey, Jamie, have some chocolate. Hey, Jamie, have. Sorry, Gondom. But right, right at the beginning as well, when Nathan gets up, one thing I didn't get is like he's obviously excited because he's using his legs for. He's like Lieutenant Dan got new legs. It was that kind of moment, <laughs> wasn't it? And he's like, Hey, Haley, Hey, Haley, like your wife has a job and is at work and is a teacher. She's not <laughs> going to be around. And it's not like you just woke up. How drunk like, are you, Nathan? Yeah. What happened? Like, and then like, obviously what's her face comes running in and starts being all creepy. Um, it's just weird. I just find it weird. And then she's done the old smiley face with the breakfast. And he's like, even he's like, what the fuck is this? What, what are you feeding me here? I mean, okay. it's normal food to be fair, Nathan. Like you've seen food. Yeah, normal for a four-year-old though. Yeah, it's just presented in a stupid way. <laughs> well, let me ask you the the obvious question. And let me ask you in the most like lad possible way. Yeah, because lad culture, that's what this podcast's all about. Lads, lads, lads. Yeah. <laughs> what wait, what's lads in America like jocks? Like yeah, a jock it must lad. Be, yeah. Like a bro, a bro. A bro, yeah. Yeah, let me ask in the most bro way possible. <laughs> Prediction time. Do you think Nathan's going to bang the nanny? <laughs> the nanny's going to try it on. I think it's, I, I can't step away from the Rachel scenario. And he's going to be like, Psh, go away. I think she's going to cause problems. I think she's the problem. <laughs> she's going to okay. be a problem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, let's talk a bit about our boy Nate because he goes to prison to see Dan, the return of Dan Scott. And he looks really good. <laughs> he does. He looks hench. And he enjoys ceramics. Well, how happy were you to see him back, Dom? And were you was, worried we weren't going to see him? Oh, no, I was never worried. 
like I still think Dan is a niner. I, I still think Dan needs to get out at some point. It's got to happen this season, maybe season six, but there's no way we can have a character of this magnitude in prison for the rest of One Tree Hill's timeline. No way. He's got to get out somehow. There's got to be some sort of stupid loophole in that legal system, in the Tree Hill legal system that they've created that gets him out of prison, like early release, something like that. Something will happen. Good behavior. You know, he's not stabbed up anyone in the yard. It's, you know, he's, he, he ain't carrying no shank. Yeah. Outstanding ceramic skills. Yeah, exactly. And mopping the floor. And mopping. Yeah. He's good at mopping. Um, but I was so happy to, to see him back and him making Nathan who can barely walk, walk to the furthest bench possible um, <laughs> in the, in the corner of, of the yard, the visiting yard. Um, that was, that was quite entertaining. That's quite funny, but yeah, he's, he seemed quite humble for <laughs> someone in prison, which was, which was good. I think that's a good sign. Uh, you know, he's, he's growing, he's learning, he's understanding. He is massive. He seems to have just got massive, isn't he? He's like, do that to you, Simon. <laughs> he's kind of like, but he's he's massive, but in shape. Like he's just like oh, yeah. a, bear, a, a bear, but like you feel like he would be ripped still. If you know what mm. I mean? Like it's muscle, isn't it? It's all muscle. Have you ever met him, Sarah? Like at anything? He's never been. He's never yeah. going to pop up on the show or nothing. Is he at the thing in November? Not yet. Yeah, not worth going, is it? No, white, you know, Dan, who cares? <laughs> Sarah, is Dan, like, would he be in your top three, like, all-time favourite One Tree Hill characters? Yes. Is Craig Sheffer the thing in November? Not yet. Again, no, who cares? If he's not there, not going. Chase is there. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> and Glenda. We get oh him on God. the podcast. Hey, Stephen, you played Chase. Guess what? Fuck off. We're not putting you on. You're wasting <laughs> our minutes. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. Fair face, Chase. Fair face, Chase. Uh, he did. He did a good job. Um, no, we did. Okay, Dan. <laughs> but Dan. <laughs> but Dan has an impact on Nathan. Still, he has an impact, and uh, he's able to kind of. But their relationship's still there, and you can still see that. Because the last time we were talking about Dan at the end of season four, um, Nathan was vowing to never go and see him ever again, right? And obviously now he has. Do you think that's going to continue, Dom? You think that Nathan's going to continue seeing Dan? Is that going to potentially cause a wedge between Lucas and Nathan, or any issues there? Or you don't think that's going to be anything? I don't know. I think Lucas was the one that said, like, we don't need to go and see him. Let's not put ourselves under like that pressure and that strain. He's done something horrendous by killing someone that we all loved and that cared for us and stuff. So, you know, why would we, why would we do that? Let's, let's not bother. And Nathan was like, well up for that. That's fine. But as Dan says, you know, Nathan had to like, felt like he had this sense of going there to blame him for stuff and for his life being a bit of a mess for making him obsessed with basketball and kind of ruining his family. And, you know, Dan, I think sort of quite rightly turns it around and says, the only reason you're having this conversation with me is because of all these kind of values that I've instilled in you from a very young age and, and to make you like a, a stronger man and you need to like get over this shit and, and move on. And I, I think 
in the middle of the episode when he says i'll never see you again you kind of believe it but then the, the then he gives him the the picture of jamie the, the picture of jamie is given to, to dan and that is kind of like a signal of i i appreciate what you said i think it's important that you know who jamie is kind of what he looks like and stuff i don't really want him to know you while you're in prison but like i said i think dan's gonna get out soon so he's gonna come and meet these these people and see these people he's not seen for you know four years however many months he said and 17 minutes or whatever it was so um yeah i don't know if i actually answered the the question you asked me (laughs) you you did well i think sarah would do you think that at the the end at the end of the episode nathan plays basketball with jamie and that's like a whole turnaround of an act of his his attitude there do you think without Dan's input, he would have he wouldn't have been able to get there? You know, I think. Do you think Dan made that happen? Uh, yes, I do. Absolutely. And well, I can't ask you prediction questions. <laughs> Let me ask you about Jamie. Straight up, kid actors can be difficult at times. He is a good actor for sure. This kid's got some talent. Um, how do you feel about Jamie as a character and the fact that? we get a lot more kid centric shenanigans. I don't know if the writers knew how to properly write for children. I don't know. There were some things I'm just like, this is not reality. (laughs) I mean, not everyone who watches it as a parent either. So they wouldn't know if it was reality or not. Right. Um, But I I don't know if they knew what they were doing. Okay. Gondom. I just he sits very nicely and quietly, doesn't he? For a lot of the time. He's very little... well behaved. Although yeah. then you could say he's his mother's child, because I'm sure she instilled all that in him. She beats the shit out of him when <laughs> I was looking. He's he's black and blue from the neckline down. <laughs> that, that's the reason there's no Haley shrine. Yeah. <laughs> Mum's a bitch. <laughs> and so is Aunt Peyton. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. No. Oh my God. <laughs> she eats children. Well, <laughs> let's, let's talk about mama, mama Haley. Um, I think watching it this time um, and watching it with, you know, a bit more scrutiny for the podcast. Uh, I think her storyline with uh, Quentin Wait, is he being referred to as Q at this point? Spoiler. I don't think happened. so. I think that that, I think it's still Quentin. Okay, well, spoiler. At some point, they called him Q for sure. But um, dun dun dun. It's hard to not see this as um, a real sort of. Um, well, it's guys. Like they're know. pushing it on you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not going to say that. I was going to say I wouldn't go. It's not as far as to say it's it's racist, but it's a, uh, it's a trope of his the you know the the white woman teacher that's that's here to to save the you know struggling uh, black student or the the struggling you know the only kid of of color in that whole classroom right from what i can remember pretty much i mean may, uh, maybe not on the basketball team it's more diverse but in the classroom anyway it's a little bit 
um it's a bit tropey it's a bit dated like i don't you wouldn't see it like that now i think if they were making it like this and we've said it loads loads of loads of times all the way through that the show lacks a lot of diversity in fact i was thinking about how you know there is not any women of of color on this show um like in terms of uh anna we had anna right um in season two but i mean like uh one girl uh lucas's friend Yes. Yeah. And I was thinking has, it'd be so good if if she had if she had come in to be a you know mm. a love interest or or something. But it, like it would be nice that it's not just and dare I say it, just all these skinny white women. Um or you know, there's no variation in in body shapes and sizes. Um and again, I'm not like shaming them for being in shape or being I'm not saying skinny as in their too skinny or anything like that i'm saying <laughs> god i'm uh, digging holes aren't i i'm saying that <laughs> just digging yourself into a hole just say it just say what you gotta say i started taking skinny he's white not, women he's <laughs> not being rude or nasty they're all skinny white women that is facts they're skinny they're white and they're women let's just just move on from that right but that's what i'm <laughs> saying is that there's literally and and the fact that things that we've said previously that they're so successful like not only is lucas a a not a, a writer a novelist or whatever and also is the head basketball coach at uh you know at a high school which is you know high school basketball in america as far as i'm aware sarah mate you'd know better than me but it's like a big deal like they, those games can get like hundreds if not like a thousand people attendance right yeah if they're good they're high up there and then the scouts come from colleges to look at the kids to go to college right like when when i was in um when i did the special olympic stuff in la we did like we did some it was kind of like press e kind of like uh events and things we went to a local high school in calabasas and um to do like a basketball session with their high school team and the coach there i was talking to him and he said that their home basketball games get three thousand people in attendance for the high school games and their american football team their high school american football team get ten thousand people to to watch that's insane that's crazy crazy numbers like and so to be like a coach of a team that's like pulling in numbers and stuff like that like it's and then you've got brooke that's a celebrity and uh you know even Peyton now record label and all the rest of it um like some of these things are they kind of set a bit of a a mountain that's impossible for the majority of people to climb or the majority of people to look as chiseled as James Lafferty and Chad Michael Murray. I mean, I know I managed to do it, but I mean, for most people, they they can't get that, you know, Chad face. But <laughs> I'm joking. But, you know, it's uh, some of these things are. It's we see it as it's 2007 to 2007 at this time. Seven, eight ish. Yeah. And that doesn't sound that long ago. But actually, you know, we're 2022 now. 
like it does show how much progression there has been in TV and film in just even in the last like decade and a half. But I just think it's important that we also bring that, you know, name this stuff when we see it. And I just think some of the stuff with Quentin and Haley, it just seems a little bit like the white savior complex of things with like dangerous minds, but you know, diluted and watered down into one tree hill i don't know i um what did you guys think or am i just uh over analyzing it was a long rant it was a lot i was sweating <laughs> around skinny white women <laughs> i'm gonna me, get um, bitched out in the comments uh, like me shouting shouting you out like a minute ago wasn't like having a go at you it was just like it, it is what it is just you know and just sometimes you just gotta feel comfortable to say it for what it is, you know, rather than talking around it and worrying and treading on eggshells and worrying about offending everyone. Because at the end of the day, the people that are watching it and the people that listen to our podcast understand and recognize that we're not offensive and we try to remain as inoffensive as possible. And that they are predominantly skinny white women that are portraying um, successful people in life that are incredibly young. And this doesn't normally happen. You know, you go to university, you come back, you spend a few years figuring out what the fuck you're going to do with your life. You end up falling into a job that you don't like and you don't enjoy. And then you just do other jobs until you find one that you sort of do like, and you carry on with that for a bit. So, you know, if you're fortunate enough to fall into this world of, you know, being able to do something and become a success, then fantastic. It happens to probably one in every 2000 people or something stupid like that, or probably even higher number. Um, but this seems to have happened in one in every, like, well, like 10 in every, like, 10 people in this little town. It's just crazy. Um, I'm sure small town life isn't like that at all. And people don't just go off and become authors and, you know, designer clothing line owners and what brand owners, whatever you want to call them. Um, these things don't happen, you know, unless you work your bollocks off and, and make it happen. Um, but, yes, I agree. There's a bit of a trope of you know, white woman saving the the one kind of black lad that's given up really, isn't he? He's just kind of gone, you know what? You're not going to let me play basketball. You kick me out of your class. I couldn't give a shit. And she's kind of extending her arm and trying to get him back in school. I think it's a nice thing, but... Yeah, it's a good you know, thing. Could they have been more just... inclusive making the show? Absolutely, of course they could. But, hmm. you know, it's hard to go back and and fix all of the issues, you know, just, you know, you start off on a, on a talk about diversity and then, you know, we're then going to start leading into the, the actions of the production crew on, on the actors, you know, throughout the whole time that the show's created. And it just, it's going to snowball and we could talk about it for years. We could literally just discuss it for years. We because, are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause it's like horrendous, horrible stuff that happened and, mm. um, and, and should, should never, ha- should never happen. Shouldn't have ever happened. And, yeah, it does and did. So hopefully the world's getting better with that sort of thing. Probably not as much as we'd like or as much as we'd hope. You know, I think we're seeing better representation now. Yeah, for sure. In the world. Definitely. But yeah, I guess One Tree Hill isn't that show. It just isn't. So it was a great rant. What you ranted about going to university, don't get the job you like. You basically did mine and Emily's like high flyers, 45 minute episode in a 30 second. (laughs) Like you sort of synopsize it quickly. I, so, you so you, you don't have to listen to that now. Anyway. I, I listened to it. It was really good. <laughs> Please, you listen. listen to you listen to it already. I listened to it this morning. Yeah. Oh wow! Thank you. you I, yeah, great. Sarah's <laughs> child free for like seven weeks. She can do what she wants. <laughs> yep. Oh, 
thank you for the other one also i listened to the first one also oh thank you thank you for listening i i was really shaky on the first one i didn't know how to introduce it or anything or what to say but i think uh I'll, ed and I'll nicole and, were awesome i'll try and join the next one as long as you let me know when it is <laughs> yeah I, I would have let you know in this one but it was like I, we did it today at three o'clock and i knew that you wouldn't be a, wouldn't was, be around yeah i was in meetings so um i wasn't i wasn't not including you Oh, no, no, don't worry. I know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, and then one other thing, I saw something on uh, Instagram earlier, slowly going, I'm slowly getting back. I was on like, you're getting back into it? Because I see you posting sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to like, I'm, I've got a good balance now. I may be checking it like two or three times a day. Um, but I like hid it in my apps. Like, you know, like you, at the back of your phone when you like, put all the apps in the little box i like hid it back there so if i want to find it you have to really work to get there and that's really helped because I, I can't be bothered to check that um but anyway the point was i did also i did do that effort earlier at one point and they were talking about it was a picture of star trek this is why i'm bringing it up and it was next generation and it was talking about how ahead of its time it was because there was god i'm sorry i'm gonna butcher this for you dom but what's the what's his name the robot oh, the one data. that we love data one he's not a robot he's an android sorry once the <laughs> didn't realize was that apple android he's there's <laughs> he wants to have a child or something but he's saying he'll let the child decide what gender they identify as um and it said underneath like star trek knew what it was doing in 1989 or something like that and i was Mm. like wow that is really cool yeah Uh, funny enough there's an episode uh, i've been watching it uh, again recently been sort of going through it smashed through it so so easy and uh, imagine someone picked it as the ultimate raven they're like we'd love you to do the first three seasons of next generation (laughs) (laughs) let's do it um there's there's an episode where they they come across a race of people they like helping this race of people that have no gender, and then there's some of them that um, and, and like to have gender in this in this culture is like frowned upon, and if you if you identify as as male or female, you're kind of sent for what they call like gender reassignment uh, and to like kind of fix you and to get you away from that because you know you shouldn't have a gender they they're kind of just down the middle right and um there's there's one of these people that starts to feel a bit more like a female and feminine and stuff like that and and it's actually like miles ahead of its time considering that you know everything that's happening in the world now and that happens with like lgbtq plus like communities and stuff it was talked about in the 90s by you know in in star trek and it was talked about beyond that in, in star trek and nobody really uh gives it the credit that it's due sometimes and, and pays it any attention. And, you know, the, half the characters that are on the enterprise are saying, you don't, you don't need to worry. You can, if you feel like you're female, you can be female. You don't need to, you don't need to, you, you know, go back and be this kind of neutral. You can just be what you want to be. And uh, yeah, I thought it's the, there's all these powerful messages that kind of get overlooked and, you know, we don't see this happening in one tree hill so often, do we? No, but what? 100%. <laughs> there we go. And spoiler alert. You won't. <laughs> 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 yeah nice so there you go so star trek in the late 80s was further ahead than one tree hill 
ever gets to um so yeah but that's but here and you've said spoken about that before passionately about how gene roddenberry yeah well done gene roddenberry yeah uh was like kind of a pioneer for wanting that right as a show runner and wanting it to the creator and wanting it makes me want to watch it so i have seen the first half of season one so maybe we'll decide what we're doing with it and um, we'll get going the the first interracial on-screen kiss was an episode of star trek in the 60s wow there you go have you used them crystals yet got them here mate got them here oh shit i'm okay they're here they're right here dilithium crystals ready to go (laughs) i got dom some crystals that were used in the the original star trek right for his birthday yeah (laughs) they power the enterprise oh i have no idea well, I'm hoping he bought them pom poms and the <laughs> thing. tube thing. Is that loud? Taylor, what's it? What's that called? Yeah, a megaphone. But it's not a megaphone because it's not electronic. It's just a loud hailer thing, like a cone. Yeah, it's just a, a horn. You can just make Hello. it. Out of- <laughs> yeah, I would have oh used. God. I would have used it for the podcast. I would have just hello. <laughs> <laughs> when are we gonna okay sarah i'm coming i'm coming to you i i want you to break it down because i think this is going to be the the funnest thing to talk about let's talk about mouth sexually assaulting his boss okay first of all so i rewatched today and i grabbed two pictures i grabbed a picture of alice at the beginning of the episode okay when when they were in the newsroom and he does and he kisses her and she fires him. And then I grabbed it at the end of the episode. And I want you to see the difference in the length of her skirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Did you I, notice I, that? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Okay. I didn't. So this Massively. is the beginning. You Massively. see how it's like at her, a yeah. little above her knee. Yep. This is the end of the episode. They sexed oh her up gosh. massively. But Isn't honestly, crazy? it's a joke. Absolute joke. Was she wearing six or eight inches shorter? Was yeah. she wearing high heels in the first picture yeah, yes. as well? Yeah. You so she's wearing like a she's wearing like a suit jacket in the first bit as well. And right. she's in like, like a sweater. Some sort of like really tight cardi sweater sort of thing. Yeah. And we've gone from knee level to like her thigh. I can see your breakfast, love. Do you know what I mean? Let's let's put that away. <laughs> yeah, it was cornflakes, was it? You had cornflakes this morning. Or <laughs> Nanny Carrie's smiling bacon. Yeah, I oh. see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh out the pan. Oh my god. Yeah, so wait. skills gave him the wrong advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, okay, but so because when he goes in at the end, I never, re- I never noticed that. So that's great. But he looked, um, I mean, not that I, I read about these in textbooks, but it was almost like the beginning of, um, you know, a naughty film, like, you know, walking in to, to his boss's office, like the way it was staged and everything. Oh, when he went in to like tell her off because he was leaving anyway? Yeah, like, you know, your hot body with your hot friends and you're oh. off being all hot and... <sighs> Yeah. I don't know. You know what? You know the, what they say. They say that 
the person who wrote the show wrote Malthus himself. So right, God, yeah, of course. I didn't even think about that. I, what, one of the questions I was going to ask at the beginning, I made it all very sort of band kind of like trick related in the end. But one of the questions I was going to ask you guys was if you're Mouth's boss and you're sending him on his first like assignment out in the field to report on something, what would you send him to report on? Like, and just like come up with something stupid. And then I thought it's just, he's just, he's just an abuser. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about him at all. <laughs> like Massive sexual harassment. Yeah. Like but, I, honestly, but you, but you see how from the way that they're trying to present it. And it's like what we said at the end of season four, it's meant to, he's, he's meant to be like our hero through line. Like we're meant to be like, yeah, mouth, like he's the, he's the nice guy. He's the little brother that was never paid attention to and blah, 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 blah. And now it's, you know, he's finally living dangerously and all the rest of it. And it's, uh, but it's not, that's not the way that we see it. We see it as he's just acting inappropriately. And now all of a sudden, because he's sort of told her off or whatever, now she's into him. I, yeah, it's I, like I, he's I, winning for being that way, and he shouldn't be. Right, yeah, he's being rewarded for bad behavior and for you know ethical and morally incomprehensible decisions. Uh, Dom, I mean, is Mouth going down in your uh, ratings? I mean, he's never been a particularly strong character for me in terms of like like liking him. There's episodes where I think he's he's good and he's necessary, uh, and there's episodes like this one where I think, what was that about? Why have we included this? And if we're going to fire him, fire him. If we're going to have him have a rant about her and her, you know, morals and the way she behaves and the way she acts, then fine. But we don't need to include the, you, you know the the sexual assault should we say that <laughs> like uh, like early on and then adding in the whole speech about her being hot and then all of a sudden you know the way she's presented and presenting herself has completely changed so what a strange decision that that was made by the creators of this show and the writers of this episode to to have is Alice have her change in such a way when she was like the perfect bitch and perfectly in control and just dealing with him for being late, fine, 30 seconds late. And it's a really like shitty thing to say, but fine, you know, she's got a shitty attitude. Let's move on. There's people like that in the world. Great. Um, uh, and she clearly doesn't like him. So makes his life a little bit hell. There's people like that in the world that, you know, they suddenly decide they don't like it at work. So they make things difficult for you and it's encouraging him to leave. But then just, just the complete 180 turn and making her some sort of what's the word cougar victim (laughs) but but yeah like cougar is is that is kind of the right sentiment because she does feel like she's a lot older than him as well and uh anyway that it just felt very odd Gil said that too when he was talking to him to do it He's like, get yourself some hot cougar love. Yeah. And, and him saying like his experiences of, of being at college, which mouth calls as, as bullshit. And it probably was bullshit because we yeah. know that we know, we know skills lies. He jumps into bed with um, Brooke. Brooke and takes a picture and, you know, it's kind of like, 
sort of weird tongue in cheek stuff, but with mouth, it just goes to a new extreme every time. Like he, he already had that moment with Brooke that was a bit awkward and she should have just laid him out there and then, but when he put the yeah. brick through a window, Oh, when no, he kissed, he kissed her, her. He jumped, he jumped off the off roof the and roof. kissed her. Oh, right. Yes. Sorry. She should have just punched him in the Yeah, just like crack him in the jaw and move on. Instead, she was like to chase. Look what happens when you leave me alone for a minute or whatever. Yeah, randoms come up and kiss me. Oh, that's acceptable. <laughs> well, okay. So um, what's your prediction for Mouth and Alice? Uh, hopefully some sort of fire in the building they're the only two that can't get out and then we never see them again <laughs> is that harsh <laughs> i have no predictions for mouth I, I i i can't help but feel he's suddenly not fired uh and he's going to continue on down this road of trying to impress her by being a dickhead uh, uh and a, a sex pest basically he's going to engage the python <laughs> yes <laughs> Okay, and then just quickly before we head into judgments, we haven't really spoken about Lucas. I mean, he oh him <laughs> or or Brooke. I always did speak about Irish, but Lucas, uh, he he's inspired his writing. His uh, the basketball team are trash. He stayed up about... all night. He stayed up all night to write, and Lindsay wakes up. This is you know this is what stems from all the problems he's not written since the first book now this one he's been able to put thousands of words down and um yeah his suddenly his inspiration is back so this is why Lindsay has her concerns i'd love it if he opened if you opened up his word document on his computer and it's actually just his writing mouth story it's a <laughs> novel about mouth sleeping with his boss and that's his true inspiration <laughs> and the oh book God. is just called early lunch thursdays <laughs> which is now a euphemism as well yeah. it's a double early entendre. lunch thursday <laughs> oh God. Uh, and then wait last but not least have we spoken about oh the and then the the climax of the episode it was revealed which you did get dom but you know fairly obvious i guess is that victoria is brooke's mum um and she's a bitch too she's a total bitch yeah (laughs) um what do you think of her she is horrible but uh i mean she she plays it well whoever i don't know the actress name because wait did you guys ever see space balls no i know it's rick moranis isn't it she's in it Oh, okay. her first movies, but she was also in Melrose Place. She's been around a long time. Oh, oh she okay. played. There was a show. Uh, I forgot what channel it was on. She played Nanny Carrie's mom on a show for like two seasons. No way. Mm. It was. Yeah, it was after One Tree Hill. She's good casting for Brooke's mom. Like they looked like they could be mother and daughter in the same way that um, Nathan James Laffey and. Paul Johansson looked like they could be father and son. Hmm. It's good casting. She's good. I, I like the act, the actress. I think, but yeah, and she's basically told her she needs to just pack up and and get back to New York, right? So that's not going to happen, is it? The Brooks very much not going to listen to Victoria. The whole point of Victoria is that I guess she runs the. She's kind of like the business behind the face as much as 
you know, Brooke is a bit of the business. She's more like the ideas. Uh, I, I think Victoria is very much like running the business and, and pushing and keeping things at a high standard and a high level and having a shop in Tree Hill um, or a store in Tree Hill, sorry, is not um, the image of the brand that Victoria has. And actually we know that it's Brooke's brand. So Brooke's going to give her the old FO tablet and carry on. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, ironically, that didn't age well either because nowadays she could be working from Tree Hill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, and uh, have her own I, sort of boutique shop there. I think it's kind of like uh, it'd be like trying to open up a Gucci shop in Wellin. <laughs> <laughs> Just get robbed. Like, no, but she could, she could still know. be on the computer and running her business from there. Not to yeah, say yeah. Mm, yeah exactly. she'll be working from anywhere yeah for sure yeah for sure constantly on her phone isn't she getting abused by victoria or talking to her assistant so she can definitely do that from from anywhere um yeah i i, I think Victoria's like a necessary evil funny enough to to sort of keep brooke on her toes otherwise brooke would just get away with anything and doing anything and spending 30 grand out of you know, her pocket, like additional to whatever she was buying the house for and so on and so forth. So Victoria is kind of like a necessary evil um, that needs to, needs to be there to kind of make sensible decisions. And it's just unfortunate she'll make Brooke feel like shit the entire time. So <laughs> uh, it's like uh, good, good intentions, but with a uh, bad methodology. Yeah. So like totally like a really shitty attitude, but I, I can't help but feel that maybe one day she'll, lighten up a bit maybe they'll have a nice episode i I don't know maybe we maybe she should meet mal (laughs) i sort her out with it (laughs) god but brooke going mama you met mal i'll see you later (laughs) i'll be back in an hour (laughs) hey mal my mom just said you have you got a face for radio (laughs) and off they'll go well okay so anything we missed out is there anything, any major things we missed out before we get to ratings? I don't think, just like the basketball team got better because they didn't feel like running. Right, the old, they could dunk, but they couldn't hit free throws. Yeah, Nathan, the, the, Nathan shaved by the end of the episode. Yeah. Oh, and it, they had the nice dinner. At, they had the nice dinner at the end. Yeah. I, I, I like this format of having it more just sort of free-flowing. I think it's uh, like... What what do you think, Sarah? As our test subject, without doing the whole synopsis stuff. No, I I like I like this way better, actually. Nice. But then you don't have to remember like what happened exactly when it happened, and we just went from character to character. We kind of just flowed into each other. Yeah. yeah. There's so many nice. overlap anyway. Yeah, always. That that's always the thing. We're doing a synopsis about one person, you end up talking about another anyway. So yeah, it's good to just jump from character to character. One thing I will say about Haley is she doesn't do a lot of teaching either. So yeah, and just she, as, and she went to lunch during the school day. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. I'm like, why are you leaving? You probably have like 40 minutes to eat. Exactly. It's just the fact that she was in Lucas's office. Lucas is like, there's a teacher's lounge piss off. And, <laughs> and, and she was like, Oh yeah, well, I'm going out to lunch with Lindsay in a minute. But what, what are you doing? What are you, are you actually teaching anything? Like, Principal Tanner's is literally working his ass off to cover for you all the time <laughs> because you're useless. And he's, I mean, and half your students don't even turn up because again, you're useless and you're just off on lunches. You think you are mouth outrageous. And on anyway, that note, that's all I had to say <laughs> on, 
on that aggressive note <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and how could you not check us out support us ravenshoops.net why dom because basketballs go through hoops but sarah they also go through nets ravenshoops.net we need a couple ratings guys we need some reviews to get rid of the bad ones all right we need to flush <laughs> them out <laughs> let's talk about judgments sarah who is your favorite performer of this episode it's only happening now, but I'm giving it to um, Michaela McManus, Lindsay. Because I felt, because she had scenes with Chad, Joy, and Hillary, and I feel like she was like able to hold her own in all of them. Yeah, good call. Especially as like a new cast member, that is quite dawning, I guess. Nice. Dom? I found this really difficult. I found it difficult to pick a favorite performer from today. Um, but I actually went for Bethany Joy Lenz as much as I thought Haley was a bit of a nightmare and all over the place. Um, she does kind of like despairing mother so well, like work shit. I get home, home life shit. All I've got is like my wonderful little boy and I'm going to try and do everything to make him happy. But when she pulls up in that car and she just sits there for a minute and she just thinks I've got to go in there. My husband's a dickhead. And I, I thought that bit was fantastic. And I thought she, she does that so well. So I gave it to her literally for that reason. So yeah, definitely enjoy Lens. What about yours? That's a great call. And I also mirror that decision and the, and I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to mention that. When she sits down at the table uh, and said, and Nathan's kind of showed that he's putting in effort and he's going to put, he's sparking a change in himself. And she said, I missed you. The mm-hmm. way that she said it and the way she kind of like looks at him, um, like I think it's really relatable. Like I, I can, I can speak for myself and I'm sure, you know, people get the sentiment but sometimes you know we have arguments with our loved ones and things and sometimes you have them times like a day or two where you're a little bit out of sync or you know your schedules are out of sync or you've had like a little bit of an argument over things that are trivial and you can't even remember a few days later you know but and then when you come back together and reconvene and things are back it is like you can feel that sense of you've missed that person. Um, it was a really sweet moment. It was, it feels like it was well written, but I actually feel it was more like um, Bethany Joy Lenz just brought that moment to life. So yeah, I'm going to say her as well. Nice. What about your favorite character, Sarah? Nathan. I feel like um from the from I mean from the first scene he was in to the last it was like a complete 180 and I liked yeah. his scenes with uh with uh Dan at the prison yeah for sure nice Dom how could you not pick Dan it's Dan it's gotta be he's back and he's buff and I love him <laughs> have you got a bit of a man crush and with a star, just the handlebar moustache he's just There's a little goatee uh, he's just looking wild and he's just, it smash you up, but he doesn't need to. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I'll go for Dan. What about you? Si? Favorite character. Good call. Cool. Uh, oh, he's going to say Lucas, isn't he? Oh no. I actually, 
Oh God, I don't. Even, I don't really know who to say. Like it's, it's hard, kind isn't of, it? Hard to pick. I think this was a hard episode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to give it to any of them. I guess <laughs> I'll give it. I guess I'll give it to Haley for that last moment. Like, because I thought she accept. She didn't have to accept Nathan's. Uh, oh no, Nathan's a good one, isn't he? Because he made that effort. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Nathan. Sorry, but like with what Sarah said. Um, favorite background performer, one line or less, Sarah. Okay, I'm gonna go with the watch along because Dom was not in the chat. Everyone wanted Beasley the cat. Ooh, Beasley. But I'm also going to go with the guy who was holding the sign when Brooke's like, no, that's staying. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Dom? Uh, I was going to go with, there's a a kid in the prison scene with like really wild hair that's just walking through as Dan and Nathan are walking through. But I've actually picked, there's a guy that's uh, operating like a circular saw that's standing behind Brooke and he turns it on and like uses it but you you know in real life that it goes on he's doing a bit of cutting it'll be on for ages but this is like off <laughs> and that's literally it and that would not happen with a circular saw but i'm gonna pick that guy because he 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 upset brooke at that exact moment for being noisy so yeah him <laughs> and you simon who have you got i the prison guard that gives dan the picture of jamie right he only said one line no, nice. so I I did also. I wanted to say Beasley because it reminds me of The Office with Beasley. Yeah, that. is that what you were saying there? Is that yeah. what you were referencing? <laughs> Just restarted watching The Office a couple of days ago. Ooh, I thought about it as well. I keep thinking about it. That's why I ended up watching Star Trek because I think if if I watch The Office, I'm just going to watch it all. <laughs> Apparently, there's uh, on one of your American Sarah streaming platforms. There's they do like the ultimate office where they put all the deleted scenes into it. So each episode has like an extra five minutes or something. I've never watched it. I don't know. You'd never watch the office. Nope. There's a gift. There is a gift. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, do it. Just bear with, bear with season one and then season two. It's just brilliant from there until you meet Andy. <laughs> Not leave it. It's, you would love it. Watch it. Let us know. You can thank us later. You're up to date on Stranger Things as well, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So you got time. You got time to kill. Do it. <laughs> I'm about to rewatch it again. I think I love it that much. I'm going to join you. I think as well. A- anything to get away from Dawson's Creek. But, um, <laughs> Just finish already. I can't. It's so painful. Vecna, take me. Take me, Vecna. <laughs> What's what are we doing? Judgments. Um, song. Yeah, no, there's an order. There is an order. We've only got one left and it's song. It's song and line. Oh, whatever. Song then line. Favourite song, Sarah? (laughs) There was a song when um when Nanny Carrie took Nathan up to the um the closet. Say to the rumble room. Well we are, it was called. Okay, nice. It was also when, when Lindsay was giving Peyton the um bamboo. Uh, the Lucky Bamboo. That would also be a good name for a band, Lucky Bamboo. Mm. Dom? Uh, I think there were two songs by The Veils in this episode, and I would just say 
you one. could pick either one. I don't know. I don't know what they're called, but yeah, they're there. <laughs> so, what about you, Simon? The other whale um, song? <laughs> no, no, I'm going to go for your girls are cokehead like Britney and are fed lines like <laughs> Kevin, bitch. <laughs> I'll go with Kevin Federline. I quite okay. liked whatever he was doing. <laughs> it wasn't like that, was it? Favorite line, Sarah? It was a Kevin Federline line we which one peyton says um i want you to be my first and then he goes my my ex-girlfriend told me the same thing on prom night and she was a lying bitch yeah nice yeah i got a reaction from dom on the watch along (laughs) dom uh i went with uh the the cat lady and said uh who said you didn't want beasley did you so that's the line I went with. It was funny. Beasley is a great name for a cat. It's a good name for a cat. Ginger cat. Uh, I'm going with, yo, it's early lunch Thursdays. <laughs> I'd love the idea of early lunch Thursdays, but I love the way he just walks in at like the, you know, the worst moment. And I have to say, Gigi, who is a watch along, a watch along legend. She is, mysterious and only our watch along ravens know what we're talking about here um but she wrote in the comments why does skills dress like he gave up (laughs) (laughs) it really made me laugh it's so good i also want to choose the last line when peyton goes your mom's still a bitch yeah yeah there's not a bitch in this episode I didn't know how I'd feel about that. Like, even if, say, if my mom was being a bitch, I think it's okay for me to say it. I don't know how I'd feel if, like, my friend said it. You know, I think that might be overstepping. Yeah, I would agree. Depends on how close you are with your friend. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you got to respect your friend's parents, even if your friend is having, I don't know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But let's get to the, precious what dom precious rating sarah did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation shockingly no (laughs) do you have a number in mind now i guess so (sighs) it's a a hard one sarah you you tend to go low lower than i think you're gonna go I do. Well, usually they're fillers. I didn't think this was a filler. No, the plot definitely moved along. Should we flip this around a little bit? Hang on. Should we talk a little bit about why we're going to give our ratings before we say what they are? Just to... No, it's too crazy. Okay, Dom, what <laughs> did you have a number in your mind? Uh, I had a number. Uh, it's bounced around a little bit, but I'm pretty sure it's the same as what i started with and it's gonna stay that way yeah okay. what about you you got a number uh, yeah i had one it stayed the same i'd say <sighs> okay after three one two three seven. six Ooh. i only went to seven because of dan so i have no problem going to six <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first time we've ever had like an almost unanimous number that has like had an immediate change. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, 
I was between a six and a seven. Uh, it's what I think what uh, something we have to get used to the flow of season five and the differences and the fact that this is kind of the 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 tone, like even in the way that the music is used so much more than it, it music music was used a lot in the background of the scenes in uh, in the first four seasons but now they're like playing like the entire song and like, there's a I'm, lot more silence where you can hear the music mm, yes yeah there's there are these things that are a bit more quintessentially one tree hillish that they sort of lean into more and we have to kind of get used to that and it's about the best well i guess we have to compare it to what come before i yeah i think six or seven i'm happy with Eva. i mean don what do you think i'm good with the six i I think six (laughs) is good Uh, i'm quite happy to stay with six and not upset anyone by saying what i was originally thinking so (laughs) what was you originally thinking five i I bounced between five and six yeah i think the the story does move on It, it does go but things are still developing and we're getting to a point and i i guess we're kind of still figuring things out in that four year later phase. So yeah, I was kind of like a bit unsure about this episode. Like, like we kind of, all of us have said, it's, it was hard to pick a favorite character. It's hard to pick a good performer. Um, there's a couple of things that brought it up. So Dan being back, Haley's, um, Haley slash Beverly Joy Lenz's performances, things that brought it down, mouth skills, um, the whole, yeah, just that. Um, so I think six is fair okay so let's call it a six sarah we need to book in scream two you're you've made the mistake of coming on the scream episode with us which means you we're gonna have to cover all five you 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 asked me to (laughs) you made the mistake of saying yes because now we you have to be on the other four you have to do the whole series with us and they're making a sit i gotta watch them all but i'm in we should try we should try and gear it up so that we can release the sip one when they release it like we'll have to go and watch it in in the cinema you see what i'm saying they're coming out with another movie you mean the fifth one no they're doing it they're doing it's not gonna be in the sixth one oh i didn't know that yeah they wouldn't pay her But she's the star of the franchise. Yeah, but there's the, a whole thing with money with her. With like they the, wouldn't pay her what other people were making. So surely like, that I'm good. Surely the value of the franchise has dropped massively. Like as soon as you start going beyond three slash four, it gets a bit right. We'll Star-wars. find out, my friend. With we'll buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> you, me, and Sarah are going on a scream ride. Um, so we need to organize that. I'll, we'll maybe at while we i promised on we're going to do a few good men is next so then maybe maybe scream two could be after that but we look forward to scream two for halloween maybe oh great shout great shout i don't know when six is coming out but we've got time we'll have time but sarah it's uh it's an honor to have you on as always we always enjoy chopping up with you it's always so easy and lovely and uh yeah thank you I hope that you know. Yeah, this was not as fillery, and you no. got a lot of you know mouth and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> lots of mouth. But yeah, thank you as always. We appreciate you. Awesome! I had a good time, and I can't wait until season six, and we can talk about me. 
Yeah, oh, I was yeah. super excited to, for you coming back on season six. You're it's always great to do episodes with you. You are just the best. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> and what accent or impression or how do you want Dom to do the Ravens? Do it like it's a uh, what'd you call them? Your rappers that you listen to? Oh, rap bow rappers. Bow rap. Like a bow. Yeah. <laughs> like Britney and I better lines <laughs> like Kevin, bitch. <laughs> you gotta do it aggressive, like you're telling me off. You know, it's like you're or you're telling me and Sarah off. You you're using your words as weapons against us. Okay, let me just get into the zone and feel like you know really embody that character I'm going to find that clip and send it to you both later <laughs> like yo fools <laughs> this is where we're going to go now <laughs> we're going to go Ravens on the three ready one two three Ravens Ravens, Ravens bitch <laughs> yeah.